What's going on, everybody? This is Drew here. I want to welcome you all to the next episode of Phoenix Down. This is episode 12.2. Uh, we are continuing our playthrough of Xenogears, uh, the massively long and epic role-playing game by Square Enix, or Squaresoft, back in the day. Yes. And um, we took a break off one week, uh, talked about a bunch of stuff, um, but we're back. We, uh, we're trying to get caught up and everybody... Get caught up. It's it's kind of rough, you know, especially working for the website from like me and I had like six reviews I had to do and I'm still working on Jeez. some and that's crazy. Yeah, uh, I've got games coming out every orifice on my body. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, we are back and we're going to talk about Xeno Gears. Um, before we jump into our discussion of this part of the game uh i do want to uh mention we did get some comments on the last episode um actually uh from uh suyu i'm i once again i may be butchering your name i do apologize um but uh he said that hi guys don't misunderstand me i laughed quite a few times and i understand the format and the tone of your podcast now and i'll keep coming back to listen about your thoughts as you play through the game i have quite strong memories attached to it so i may be i may have sounded pissed off or something but that's not the case believe me it just that as a 29 year old guy i missed the time when rpgs had stories so deep that as these albeit not as straightforward or streamlined as most modern RPGs, and I hate how first-person shooters is the dominant genre in gaming right now. Amen. If I, yep. may, if I may suggest, you can use some of these sites to refresh your memory while you record the podcast. Uh, one of them is a full playthrough recording on uh, YouTube, uh, and the second one is actually kind of impressive in and of itself. Uh, there is a website dedicated to basically taking every screenshot you can imagine of the game as well as all the dialogue that has been that's in the game that's nuts uh and yes we are going to use those i'm going to use those specifically and i greatly appreciate you showing me those um anyway so it's about xenosaga like I said in my previous comment, was a reimagining of the story that transpires, transpires, excuse me, uh, in the supposed episodes one through three. As far as I know, Xenoblade Chronicles doesn't have anything in common in terms of setting or direct relation on a story level except certain themes. I'm currently playing it better late than never. I do know that the reoccurring use of Xeno in the title was kind of a PR thing to make us use the brand recognition and fame of the creators. The original Japanese title was Manando, Beginning of the World, but it got yeah. changed. Sorry for making these long comments and not making much sense. Sometimes it's quite late, almost 2 a.m., and my English is pretty lame, too. You're doing just fine. Uh, P.S. If you don't recall too badly, it took me like 40 hours to finish Xenogears. Good luck. I'm looking forward to the episodes when you encounter the two characters I hate the most. Hint, they serve as comic relief in classic JRPG thing. Bye. Well, I appreciate you writing such a long comment. Yeah, I mean, somebody's listening. 
Yeah. Yeah, and thank so, you. Thank yeah. you. And somebody cares. But there is also another comment um, from Sir Crush. It says, Haha, I haven't played this game since I was 13 as well. Listening now, props to uh, reviving this one and making me want to do another playthrough. Uh, nice. So thank you, Sir Crush. Uh, and uh, Sir, so you also sent us another uh, comment, but it was basically just correcting the YouTube playlist. Um, but yeah, I, I greatly appreciate everybody's feedback. And um, if you can help us out while we're recording these things, sure, I would greatly appreciate it. This 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 complete walkthrough with screenshots and all of the dialogue is a godsend for something like this. It is a very long game, and it's hard to remember everything that you played. But anyway, onto the game itself. Last time we left off. Uh, Bart's pirate underground facility had been attacked uh, and um, Bart had had enough. He says it's time. It's time for me to go get my cousin back. And um, so we decided to devise a plan um, to go and rescue her. Um, And Faye says he's going to help because to begin with he was all like I'm done fighting I don't want to have anything to do with it Mm -hmm. so we're going back and we are we're going to go make a daring rescue Um, we first have to go to uh, is it Beldevik 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 it's a very large city um Basically, where they're holding her, uh, they're holding her in this large tower. Um, is this the capital of Ave? Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, so this is the capital of Ave. This is where the king, the king stays, or dictator, ruler, whatever you want to call him. Um, but at this time, uh, we also get a couple of extra cutscenes. It shows um uh, the. That from what we can tell, the main bad guy, uh, Ramses, uh, he is um, he's on his way there as well. Uh, he goes and uh, investigates um, this girl, uh, which is Bart's cousin. Uh, her name is Margie. She um, she obviously has something that they want. Uh, it is a piece. Of, I'm guessing a pendant. I'm not too sure what it is. Yeah, Bart, it sounded it sounded like a pendant from the way they they loosely described it. Yeah, um, Bart has one piece of it, and she has the other piece. And they say this pendant or this this artifact will basically show and open a huge vault that has um, a amazing treasures as they say they don't they don't ever say what it is but a lot of people speculate that it's gears yeah so um there is a a little bit of dialogue between ramses and uh this uh purple haired girl how do you pronounce her name ming ming is that how it's mine yeah i want to i want to say it's ming all right then there's this other guy I only say that because of Ming the Merciless from Flash Gordon. Okay. But then there's this other guy that's in the same scene. Uh, I forgot his name. It starts with an S. 
um, who, who looks like Ming the Merciless from Flash Gordon. Okay. <laughs> Maybe they're just trying to do a bunch of references. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, they arrive um, at the capital. Uh, they're met by the Shikan, the uh, the the ruler of Ave. Yeah. Uh, and he shows them to uh, Margie. Uh, she's. They're they're trying to get information out of her while at the same time not wanting to harm her. That's what it yeah. felt like. Yeah, they're not they're not being douchebags about it. <laughs> not blatantly, you know. It's like, hey, yeah. Yeah, let, let, let's talk about this little thing, you know. They're, they're not, they're not being like, you will tell us this. They're just, they're trying to be nice to her, but at the same time, they're trying to push the subject to her. Yeah, yeah. The the thing that gets me though is, I was under the impression by the way they talked to her and the way she acted to begin with that she was like a ten year old girl. Yeah, but I don't think she is. Wait, she's not? I don't think so. Because they're talking about how... Alright, first off, I'll just go ahead and skip ahead a little bit. They mentioned <laughs> that they want her and Bart to possibly get married. First off, they're cousins. Well, first? Second? I don't know, but that's still... that's. <laughs> You're from the South. Yeah, but... That, what are the rules on that? That doesn't matter. <laughs> if it's third. No. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, we're all related in some way, but no, <laughs> I just, that's not, that just, that felt weird in and of itself. But then to think that this little girl who I, I think Bart, they mentioned Bart's like 19 or 20. Yeah, I was going to give her yeah. 10 to 13-ish maybe. Yeah. Um, but then she has like a turnaround when after you rescue her, but that's anyway, we'll get to that a little bit later. Um. And, and she's also referred to as the Holy Mother. Yes, she is um, by multiple people. Yeah, uh, not just um, people of this world. Uh, you know, I know the nuns and stuff like that a little bit later on. Uh, talk about her that way, but um, but yeah, uh, Ramses walks in and is basically like the nicest he can possibly be to this girl. Um, but he really is. Um, <laughs> so I, I, I got this feeling that he really wants whatever it is she has, but at the same time, he, he kind of knows what she is. That's what I'm getting out of it. So he doesn't want to cross her. I, I think, yeah, I don't know if it's mainly about crossing them because this guy is obviously egotistical. This guy thinks he's the biggest badass of all time. Yeah. Um, Coming in like Darth Vader or something. That, that's exactly what it felt like, except Darth Vader didn't... You know, If Darth Vader was really nice to people. <laughs> you know, that's the thing. But that's exactly what it felt like at the beginning of episode four. Um, so we go... We cut back to Faye and the rest of the crew... Uh, showing up in uh, Beldovac, Beldovic, the capital. Um, very large town. It's um looks like they they got some kind of festival going on. 
uh, they walk into town. They start to investigate. They said that they, they should. Uh, in fact, you talk to the first guy. He says, hey, I got a really cool uh, place where you can stay the night. You know, it's an inn. And he points you to the inn that you really need to go to. So we go to that inn and we actually uh, meet up with a. Um, is it a nun? Yeah, it's a nun. Yeah, yeah I think. Yeah. <coughs> and uh, she is uh, she is actually trying to devise a way to get Margie as well. Um, but she, they, she automatically like recognizes Bart and, um, just, you know, just, she's like, well, you guys can definitely help us, you know? So, uh, we start to wonder, well, we need to figure out exactly how to do this. Well, they want us to go investigate the town a little bit. We go and investigate the town and we eventually see that there is a, um, a sewer, uh, system that basically runs all the way down to the palace. Oh, excuse me. Runs all the way up to the palace, I should say. Um, and uh, that could possibly be a nice way to sneak into the palace without anybody really seeing us. Uh, but they also mentioned that there is a tournament going on. It's an annual tournament uh, where people from all over the country and all over the world come to uh, fight. I was hoping to see Goku. Yeah, World the <laughs> World Martial Arts Tournament. Um, unfortunately, Goku was not there. But there are some crazy characters there. <laughs> um, so Saitan comes up with the, the bright idea that, hey, Faye, you're pretty good at fighting and martial arts and stuff like that. Why don't you enter the tournament, give the people a show, that way maybe it distracts some guards, they want to come watch the fights and stuff like that. Then we can sneak Bart in through the sewer system. He can go get Margie, be home in time for Oprah. So <laughs> that's well, that, that's not in the game, but anyway. So, um, but yeah, shocking. <laughs> so um, sounds like a plan. That's, that's they all agree to that. Mm-hmm. So um, you know, there's a few side things you can do. You can talk to some kids, and they, they play hide and seek and stuff like that. And we well, have to see that kid to get, to get the grade open. This is true, and that kid is well fucking hidden. Yeah, tell me about it. You have to like <laughs> yeah. basically go through the environment. I thought it glitched when I went through that doorway, and I couldn't see myself, and the camera kept moving, and I'm like, well, this game's fucked. Yeah, I was. Yeah, that that. I talk about looking up a fact. I had to look up a friggin' map to find this kid. Yeah, and I still didn't yeah. understand. You still didn't what? Because it, I still didn't really understand it because it didn't follow the norm, normal like streets in the city. Yeah, it was you had to go through two buildings and then jump yeah, around and buildings. Like this was just like an open door you can walk in and it was like the only door you can walk in apparently. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but the, the, there's a kid who goes in and out of the sewers uh, a lot. Uh, and um, he has the key to open the grate. No, he does not have the key. The old man has the key. That's yeah, it. he just... He just tells us that the old man has the key. Yeah, he tells you also that you can take it all the way to the palace. Yeah. I think, right? I think so. So, um, we rest next day, tournament begins. 
Uh, Faye and Saitan go up to the tournament while Bart stays back in town. Uh, he's going to go through the sewers. Um, we uh, walk in. Uh, Saitan obviously has to watch from the sidelines. Uh, everybody's like, yay, uh, get ready for the tournament. Um, and they, uh, Faye goes into the, um, into like these two tents. There's these tents where all the competitors are. And, um, here we meet a bunch of different characters. Mm. Uh, uh, there's the, obviously all these people who are, who you're going to have to fight. Um, that, that one crazy guy, what was his name? Big Joe or something like that. Yeah. He, um, yeah, he's there. Uh, he, he thinks he's just the baddest guy around and he's going to win this tournament. But, uh, eventually you go to another one and, uh, this other one, uh, has somebody that Faye knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it just so happens. Um, some, someone with a receding hairline. Yes. <laughs> At the age of 15. I don't even think he's 15. I think he's younger than that. <laughs> so anyway, Dan's there. <laughs> um, how, how did he get this far in the tournament? We will not know. This is true. Maybe he was just like, he had a, a bye week or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so Dan Dan's there. Um, and he's like, I'm going to beat the crap out of you. Uh, you know, he said, I haven't forgot what you've done to our town and I'm going to beat you in this tournament and I'm going to show everybody that I can beat the crap out of you. And we're like, okay. But as he leaves and as everybody else leaves and everybody's getting ready for the tournament, there is actually another person waiting in the tent uh, and uh, named uh, the Mystery Man. We don't know what he is. He's, he's got a hood on. He's got a mask on. But he seems to know exactly who Faye is. He's probably and, one of Saitan's friends. Yeah. And Faye, yeah. as ever, and as we know, Faye entered a fake name in the tournament, so nobody would know who he was. And so then we cut to Bart. Bart, it's time to go. We're going down to the sewers. Um... When he enters the sewers, that's when the tournament begins. Uh, and then we start with the different rounds. Um, I'll just go ahead and ask, Did any, how far did everybody make in the tournament? Uh, uh, let me see here. Can you remember? It was, I think, to the last guy. You made it to the to the mystery man. Uh, no, it was Dan. Dan, I, I beat him up. Yeah, apparently I wasn't supposed to fight him. Oh, so you beat Dan? Yeah, I beat Dan. I don't like him. I don't like his face. I don't like anything about him. Okay, see, I let Dan beat me. Yeah, I I, I actually beat Dan too. I slapped him hard. <laughs> so this tournament was not very easy. Like I I had a lot of trouble with this tournament. Maybe I didn't level enough. Maybe this was the first time I didn't level good. Yeah, yeah that is, I thought it was pretty easy. There's a little bit of an opportunity to level up outside of the city. 
This is true. But anyway, so and I, I, I have to give it to them for this, because um, I didn't know this was this actually happened. Uh, the, the fact that how far you make it in the tournament with Faye determines how much time Bart has to rescue Margie. And how oh. many guards are in the palace, right? Yeah, and how many guards are in the palace. The, yeah, which is key because yeah. there's a lot of them. This is true. Yeah. Um, and I have to give it to them, for, especially for a game that was like you know made back in 1998. That <coughs> that was something that, you know, you just kind of didn't see. It was kind of like a, a a very cool feature. Yeah. Very, very meta. Yeah. It was a game within a game, basically. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I made it to Dan, which is about the halfway point. Um, I basically did it because I don't know, felt bad for him, I guess. But um, what ended up happening was, I, for some reason, I guess that's as far as you need to really make it, because I um, yeah, he's four out of five. He's four out of five. Yeah, he's number four out of five. Oh, see, I thought that was a. So that's most of the way. I thought that was. Just halfway. I thought there were other guys in the tournament that I had to fight. No, just the wise man. Gotcha. Okay. Well, th- for me, I was like, man, I got a lot of time, so uh, I I made it all the way there. Um. So I, I never saw the fight with the uh, the wise man or the guy with the mask. Yeah. But um. Made it to the uh, to the palace, ran in, had to fight a bunch of dudes. That took a long time. Got lost. Uh, it's yep. a big place. It is big, big and very complicated. Well, not not super complicated, but a lot more than that than I'm used to. Definitely by uh, modern RPG standards. Definitely. Yeah. And um. But eventually you make it to uh, Margie. Takes a while, but you finally get there. Uh, Bart comes in. Margie's all happy. Yay. It's like, let's go home. Uh, but I do have to mention, she did grab something on her way out. She grabbed this um, little doll-looking thing. Yeah, like a stuffed animal. Yeah, like a stuffed animal. A Furby. <laughs> there you go, Furby. Um, and as they're about to leave... Uh-oh, here comes trouble. Ramses is here. Ramses comes in, and he basically challenges Bart. So we have a fight uh, between Ramses and Bart, with Ming helping out Ramses by healing him, and Margie helping out Bart by healing. All right, in quotations, healing him. She misses yeah. most of the friggin' time. <laughs> You missed your healing spell. Thanks. But yeah, this fight, this this fight and the fight that comes up right after this, uh, were down to the wire, for me. So let me ask you one question about that then. Okay. Had you acquired that whip that does poison damage, the Cobra Cracker? Uh huh. Because 
that whip I thought made all the difference, and I didn't have any trouble with this because basically Ming never healed Ramses at all. Yeah. Because all she did was you know cure the poison. The, cure the poison. Yeah, I so, did not get that whip. Oh. Yeah. So I had to do this old school style, hit him with a bunch of triangles, build up my combo meter, and then unleash a flurry of combos back to back. But I did do it. I didn't die. That's impressive. Yeah. I did not die. I, I, I did it in one thing, but I was like, man, I was both my characters were almost dead. So we beat Ramses, kinda. We, 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 we hit him a bunch of times. Uh, he hits us a bunch of times. But eventually, uh, it comes back to where he's, he's about to take out Bart. Out of nowhere, here comes Faye. I like how this thing says Faye out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> Bust the wolf. Wow. They pulling out Terry Bogard. But anyway, <clears throat> excuse me. Faye comes out of nowhere and punches the shit out of him. Knocks him back. And um, so much for the pacifist. Yeah. <laughs> wow. This guy's making up dialogue. <laughs> Man, what just happened? Commander, I believe the dragon slaying slacker just knocked you the fuck out. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, I hate this country. God. That line. That would have been awesome. <laughs> what are you reading this from? I'm reading it from that uh, that website uh, that uh, we got posted in the comment. Okay. Sweet. I need to check that out. But anyway, um, so... As this cutscene happens, uh, Ramses is taken back. He's like, well, wait a minute. And he, he starts having this vision uh, of this guy with kind of like red, looks like long dreadlocks, I can't tell, with long red hair, literally beating the crap out of mechs with his bare hands. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's punching and kicking mechs and killing them. Um, Ramses kind of snaps out of it, and we have another fight, this time with both Faye and uh, Bart. Unfortunately, Faye is still has the crap beat out of him from the tournament, so he's still weakened. This God, I, I, I was freaking sweating after this fight. I, I almost thought it was... I almost thought I was going to lose that. And I was like, man, I got to do this all over again. But anyway, finally, we beat Ramses. He falls over and he he mentions that he, or well, I can just read it straight up. It says uh, he looks completely different and there's no response. So he obviously recognizes Faye. Uh, after the fight, we run away. Ramses is still there and he mentions to himself, I guess, in thought. He looks like my son. Boom. Boom. Or he says, Faye, that is my child's name. <coughs> so there's this big, big to do with that. Um, we all run. There's, uh, uh, 
during our escape, we uh, there there is no like really big. We we make it to the uh, the hangar, and there's the 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 flagship, I guess, for Ramses's crew. Uh, the mm-hmm. Gebbler, I believe, is what it's called. Um, and uh, while we're running that way, we actually run into none other than our good old friend. Lost in the woods, Ellie. Yep. She's there, and we realize now, or, well, I don't think Bart ever met her, but Bart mentions, is like, this is a Gebbler force, so obviously she is with Ramses. So that just kind of kicked it up a notch. She's not just the enemy soldier. She is with the big bad. Uh, they have a big conversation Uh that she actually helps them because there's alarms going off and she pulls them inside her room uh, and uh, keeps them there till the guards go away. And uh, Faye wants her to come with him. You know, he's like, please come with us. She's like, I know you're not, you're not a part of this. You're not, you're not, you're, you know, you, you're not one of them. And she's like, you're wrong. I am one of them. And, you know, she lets them escape, but she stays. And then we make it back to uh, Bart's place, and everybody's kind of happy. And it's 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 a lot of cutscenes. Everybody talking about, "Oh, you saved everybody! Yay!" And everybody's happy. And uh, it's it, it's more of a it's a catch up kind of cutscene. That's what I like to call them. Uh, you know how sometimes when you're playing a role playing game. They, there's a character that enters and they say, oh, well, this is what happened. Then it fades to black and then it comes back in and then the character says, oh, so that's what happened. That's <laughs> that's what I feel like this is pretty much. Yeah. Um, but there is a couple of things uh, I do have to mention. One is we can't get to the bridge because that um, Furby that Margie brought back with her is blocking the way. And when you click on it, it says it feels lukewarm. And so we don't know what the hell that was. We go and find Margie. We go and talk to her. Told her to get that thing out of the way. Yeah, basically that's all it's for. Um, but yeah, we uh, we talk to um, Margie. Margie and Bart have themselves a nice little um, powwow, I guess. You know, talking about thanks for saving me and all that other stuff. And Hey, you make sure, you know, you protect Bart and you guys work as a team and stuff like that. And, <clears throat> but the, the difference is this creature comes in. So this, this, this thing is alive. This, this, uh, stuffed doll, uh, uh, God, you can actually name it, which I find, I find that strange because, you can't name any other character in this game like some early RPGs you can. Uh, but you, yeah. can, you can name this thing. Uh, I just went with the default name, which I can't. Do you guys have any uh, default names that you use when it says, here's your main character, give him a name? Yes, I always use it. I always call him uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> um, if, really? Yeah, uh, that was the name of my Persona 3 and 4 character. Uh, that was the name of my Mass Effect characters. His name was Wahlberg Shepard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, <laughs> I don't know why. It's, it's so stupid that I do that. I've actually started naming characters. I've, I've started. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm going to eventually start calling them that. Uh, my my D and D character, which is Dink Marcinko. <laughs> I, I have some dumb names. Um, and I used to name characters after. Uh, God, this is gonna show how stupid and old I am. You're uh, so old. Yeah. Uh, have you guys ever heard of Homestar Runner? Yep. You have? Alright. There is a character in Homestar Runner uh, named Snore Cartgage. Uh, I don't name them Snore Cartgage, but Snore Cartgage once said Lifty Fernandez. So I want to start naming my characters Lifty Fernandez. Because I'm an idiot like that. But anyway. So we have this little thing i think i think i name it just i think the default name's choo choo i can't remember yeah i think so but um so we have have the yay everybody's back together thing now it's time to get down the business we go back to the bridge we talk to sigard sigard how do you pronounce it sigard i was calling him sigard but sigard okay see i always you know, Saitan or Sigurd. I don't know. It's just that's just how I am. But anyway, so we have a, we have we have some some pretty bad things. We find out from our intelligence. Obviously, Gebler is working with Ave. Uh, Gebler is really bad. Uh, in fact, uh, we we start to realize that not only do Saitan and Cigar know each other. But they seem to know Ramses as well. Um, and it, we actually see that in a cutscene. Um, and uh, in fact, Bart and uh, Faye kind of eavesdrop on them. But uh, they don't get the whole story. So, we, uh, we go back to uh, town. We bring Margie with us because it's, you know, it's basically her hometown. She wants to she wants to go back to Nissen to uh, to visit the church. We enter Nissen. Uh, we talk to a bunch of people, but we go back to the church eventually. Uh, when we go to the church, we get this really big cutscene. And this is during the church when the opening cutscene with the church. It actually impressed me how well it was done. Like yes. Just how the camera angles. The pers- yeah, the perspectives and stuff. Yeah, it it was very cinematic, and for a game like what Final Fantasy VII, what it came out a year before, and this then this game came out, the 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 improvements between the two, just in uh, graphically and and through s- the cinematics and stuff like that, is insane. You know. Yeah, this game so respect has impressed me far more than I thought it was going to. Because, like I said, I haven't played that many RPGs. So, in my mind, PS1 RPGs, and I've, I've played a handful, but in my mind, they're mostly flat. Flat yeah. backgrounds. Yeah. With, you know, sprite. It's... Uh, or, you know, some 3D object, whatever. Yeah. The, the ability to rotate here, and, and the way that they use that, is very, very well done. Yeah. I, I, I They kind of... Like I was like, man, I'm actually watching this PS1 game on my PSP, and it looks actually not bad. Yeah, I like when you're on the back 
hallway. You know, you have to go and like, you have to travel in like a U shape around the back of the inside of the church. Yeah. To get to the other way to go upstairs. I like when you're in that back hallway and it kind of shows you all the way down to the front and the, the ground floor and you can see up in the yeah the pedestal. That was actually really cool too. I, I they they did a really good job with this little scene right here. But um, there's there's a couple of revelations that uh that pop up here at the church. Um, they talk to the nuns. The nuns are all happy that Margie's back and all that stuff. But there is um, there's the first there's this part where they have this large monument that has two angels. Uh, they are both one-winged angels. Uh, yes, no, I'm not talking about Sephiroth. <laughs> um, but I, there, there's, there's two angels, and it obviously depicts that there are you can't get through something alone. You know, an angel with one wing can only fly with another angel with one wing. So you know, they have they have some some deeper meaning there, and they try to explain it. Uh, and if we continue up, we eventually run into a, uh, a large painting. Um, and the painting, uh, it's brought into Saitan's uh, thoughts that it looks exactly like something that Faye would paint. He says it has the exact same... Like it was at the beginning of the game. Yeah, it has the same brush strokes, strokes everything. And uh, they, he, also, they also see that this, this was the 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 mother. Is it like the mother of? It's like the oldest documented person, and like the founder of the church. Is that what it is? I I can't really remember. Yeah, it was something like that. That sounds right. Yeah, um, and they also. Um, they also say that it uh it was painted probably around 500 years ago, and they also say it's unfinished. Um, everybody leaves the room. Faye stays and stares at the painting, and he has a vision of him painting it uh, with the woman actually sitting there in front of him. Uh, there is one other very important fact. Uh, the woman looks exactly like Ellie. Oh, yes. Nice. And so they can't. They, they're like, well, what the crap is this? Um, so, um, yeah, there, there, there's some more mystery involved. Yeah, so basically it seems like at this point in the game – most of the mystery is, hey, these characters know each other. And there's a lot of relationships going on in the background that seem like they may be like hundreds of years old or, or reincarnations of people. Yeah, I'm yeah, getting... I was, you know, I was, go ahead, Gams. I was getting kind of a re- reincarnation vibe from, from this game overall. Yeah, like these souls are being transferred from body to body over time, but the and you know maybe the older personas are being repressed until they need to be 
be brought to the forefront. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know exactly what's going on, but there's a whole lot of those kind of like this person looks familiar. I may know him from a past life. Yeah. So we uh, we go back into town, um, and we notice that uh, Saitan and uh, Sigurd are standing there talking, um, and this is the this is the point where we start getting a lot of information. Um, so if you remember correctly, we've already had, we've already had run-ins of people calling, they, they, they've always referred to surface dwellers as lambs, uh, and, uh, they're the other race or other type of people as shepherds. Mm-hmm. Um, we find out that there's a place called Solaris. Um, and for the longest time, from the since the beginning of the game, I always thought that these other people were from underground. Yeah, I did too. But so no. it's a little bit less like the time machine now. Yeah. Uh, so, the, but actually, in reality, Solaris is a city in the air, kind of like a floating city, like Columbia. <laughs> Not really, though. Cloud city. Yeah. Timely, though. Very timely. Um. So we we sit down and we learn that both Saitan and uh, Sigurd are both from Solaris. That's where they originated from. Uh, in fact, they went to this training academy, I think a military training academy. I can't really remember what it was exactly. But uh, they all went to a training academy together. With Ramses, mm-hmm. I think it was called is Jugend, Jugend, Jugend. It was like some kind of elite academy, um, and uh, they explained that basically the the people of Solaris actually kind of not necessarily kidnap. I guess you could say kidnap. They 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 come to the planet, take people there, bring them back up and use them for labor. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically using them as slaves or indentured servants. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they, they all say that we, we used to, we grew up together. We used to be friends with Ramses. We know him. We used to agree with him. He had a different theory on how to handle relationships with people. Uh, the surface dwellers, as they call them, uh, and they agreed with it for a time. But then he, they say he like he he changed his ways. He he he, he kind of fell astray, and they decided to leave. I find it to be a little bit funny that so you know first I thought these people were from underground, and then they're from this place in the clouds. But it, you know it's not like Cloud City where it's just floating above the planet, they say that it's separated by a dimensional distortion. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, this is <laughs> this got weird. And somehow you need an airship to go through a dimensional distortion. But, I don't know. I, I, maybe it's like a, I don't know, some device they have to activate or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, um, 
so Saitan, was there four guys that left that were friends with each other? Am I am I missing something, or was it was it just those three guys? Uh, I think they know Ming too. Yeah, I don't have anything else other than. Yeah, I think it was just the three of them. Okay. So, we come up with, you know, obviously Bart's not happy about this because, you know, he he's kind of upset with Sigurd for not telling him. Um, but he had his reasons for not telling him. Mm-hmm. Um, but they all are in agreement that we really need to stop these guys because that is nothing but Gebler. Yeah. Gebler. Cause this, there is definitely something bad about to happen if we don't. So we cut to strategy. It's time for strategy. We go to the town hall. Yeah. Which I don't know. How <coughs> I find that other than walk into every building. Cause they all look the same. Yeah, that took me a while to figure out where the fuck the town hall yeah, was, like, too. Yeah, just, like, go to the town hall. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, there's a lot of buildings here. Yeah. So, eventually, I found town hall. <laughs> and uh, we went to, uh, they start strategizing. So, there's, basically, in order for us to get to Gebler, their their main contact and main way of dealing with surface dwellers is through the military of a vey. So we should try to take out some of a basically choke points. Uh, they have mm-hmm. three different areas uh, that uh, that they're trying to to hold. And there's a uh, there's a big strategy involved and everything like that. But the, in the end, they eventually have Faye, along with a couple of other units, going up north uh, to the mountains, where they're having a kind of like a small reconnaissance group. Because uh, they have that one big battleship, right? Yeah, they have that the the one big battleship. But they they've mentioned that the leader of that battleship is like a complete moron. Who who will just try anything head on, yeah. and uh, they said with with such with only a few guys, you guys could probably take that out because you know it's it's like too slow to move and yeah. can't move well. And so um, they decide to send Faye along with a couple other guys up there, uh, just some like random random soldiers that they have, um, and there is also. Another area uh, that they're trying to hold. There's one in the 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 west, or no, no, it's over in the east. It's um, it's basically where the royal capital is, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that is where they want to send the main guys. Basically, Faye will will serve as bait. Uh, he will go over there, start a ruckus. Hopefully, they will try and call some of the reinforcements, and basically get. Some of the heat off of the royal palace. They want to take out Shakan as fast as possible. Uh, you know, Bart wants to take him out because he took Margie, and uh, they think that that's really the only way that they can protect their people is by taking out of Vay's military. 
and they think with the leader gone, they wouldn't have to worry about it. Oh, I think Ellie was the last one to leave that the training camp. Ellie. Yeah. Okay. But I don't know how these ages match up, so I don't know if she left at the same time as them. Yeah. I don't know either, to be honest with you. Because she seems about the same age as uh, Faye. Yeah. And Faye's 18. Yeah, and they're clearly at least twice as old, probably 30 or 40 years older. Yeah. So I don't know when she left, but she was also there training at Jugend. So we have um, everybody getting ready. They they mention all the what 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 everybody's going to do, what the plan is, and um, take off. This is this is also where they mention Bart and uh, Margie getting married. I'm like, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> oh yeah, like they're cousins, and she's like really young compared to him. At least I thought she was. She may still be. I don't know. So, uh, let's see here. We, um, before the big strike that we're about to do, we have a, um, we have a cutscene. This cutscene shows, uh, Ramus and Ming (laughs) laying in bed together. Post coitus. (laughs) It looks about right. Um, <laughs> and uh, Ramses is uh, uh, having a nightmare or a dream. I don't know, whatever you, how you ever you want to uh, interpret it. Um, basically, it's the same thing with um, with uh, that the the redheaded guy, Faye, as he, he you know Faye struck the, the the flashback to begin with. Um, but uh, him beating up a bunch of uh, mechs, but also um, with uh, there's he, he's standing there along with a couple other guys. Uh, the full moon's out, much like how we saw the uh, the the mysterious bag guy uh, whenever we were in the desert. Um, there's a large mech that shows up. Uh, the the fey redheaded fey guy jumps into that mech and destroys a bunch of guys. Um, Ramses is like begging to have it uh, have him stop him, and he he won't stop. And uh, the last thing he remembers is being attacked by the mech that the redheaded fey is in. He wakes up and he's like. Um, it's nothing. Don't worry about it. He walks off, and it shows uh, Ming or Mang, whatever. It, it looks like Mang, but it may be Ming. I'll call her Ming from now on, so everybody knows. Uh, she notices that there is somebody standing there, somebody invisible, I guess, watching them. Yeah, uh, he shows up. Some. It's. Uh, I want to say it's the. The guy is the guy that we saw in the desert. Graf. Yeah. He uh. He basically shows them. They they kind of just talk about oh yeah he did pretty well in the tournament and oh I think Ramses recognizes him and it, he's he's having nightmares about it and stuff like that and uh basically saying I'm watching you guys. 
that's yeah, that's, that's I, know what, I know what's happening. Yeah, I know what's going on. So, um, we cut to uh, right before the attack. Um, we have Ellie along with uh, those soldiers that we that that tried to destroy Bart's uh, hideout. Yeah, all the different knights, the the Aegis knight, the sword knight, all yeah. those guys, claw knight. Yeah, they're all there, and um, Ellie is basically commanding them. They don't want to listen to her. They're just like a bunch of dudes that don't care. And they're going to do what they want, and Ellie's, you know, she's she's obviously a commanding officer. And then it basically tells them all to get ready. So uh, they she jumps into her special mech. Uh, Which is appropriately feminine. Yeah, it's pink. It's pink. <laughs> And it cuts to Faye um, basically showing up where he needs to be. He's he's going to this this area where they have the reconnaissance group. And, uh, in fact, this is probably the first time we've been in an area that you can actually have random encounters. This is like, you know, back to normal, I guess you'd say. But you got to jump around this mountain. Uh, not overly difficult. Just go yeah. through yeah, not go too, through a cave. But you do have to make some you have to make running jumps. Yeah, there's a couple of jumps where I fell and had to start over. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, this is annoying, but anyway, so we make it up there to the uh to the top and uh at the top of the, the mountain. Or not really the top of the mountain, but like a cave entrance. Yeah, it's like a cave entrance. Um we we get another cutscene. This cutscene is actually a pretty big one. Uh, it shows Ellie along with those uh, the men, the knights coming in. Um, they see Faye. Uh, she's she's obviously taken back. I don't want to fight Faye, but I have to go by my orders. Um, the knights don't care and just automatically jump in. It's like let's get him, yeah. So we start a series of fights. I don't know about you, but I had a little bit of trouble here. In fact, this is the first I time I died. Oh, really? Yeah. I had trouble once I got to Ellie at the end of this section, but yeah. all the other nights I thought went down pretty quick. All the other nights did go down pretty quick, but they still got to whittle away some of my... Yeah, I got to accumulate some damage on you. Yeah, and then when Ellie came in and started doing her crazy stuff, that's when I died. But I only died once, and then I realized I was not doing the right strategy was the problem with the knights. I needed to take them out a little bit quicker. So anyway, we take out especially two fights with the knights. We get we take out two of them, then we take out three of them, and then it's time for taking on Ellie. Um, to begin with, she really doesn't want to fight. Uh, neither does Faye. But she's like, I've got to, I've got orders. I have to do them. Um, and she, it, this part was kind of confusing to me. So there was two, um, there was two of those knights who they've obviously they've they, they they've mentioned before, but they actually bring it up a lot here. They use this special kind of drug that basically, it's almost like steroids, I guess. 
You can you can yeah. pump it into you, and it makes you ten times better as a pilot for a gear. But it also makes you so hyper aggressive. Yeah, and it it it, it, it kind of like um, taps you into a special mode where you you your gears even act differently. I can't really explain that that drug. Yeah, they call it drive. Yeah. So it, it puts you in some kind of like hyperdrive or overdrive. Yeah. But it also affects your gear too. Um so uh these two guys are wanting to pump themselves up with it. Uh Ellie decides I'm going to take this guy out. She uses the drug. Uh, and she kind of goes berserk. Um, before that, she we, we get kind of a cutscene where um, it's her basically running down a hallway, and we keep seeing that hallway over and over again. But um, it's basically mentioning she was kind of like an experiment. Like they, they wanted to use drive on her, and she didn't want to, but, uh, you know, the the... I, I really don't know what the hell happened in that cutscene. It was just, it was like she was listening. It was like somebody, you could hear voices is, is how they portrayed it. Obviously, they couldn't do that because there wasn't a voice acting back then. But Yeah. Um, she obviously, they, they mentioned that her her father was like a, they said her father's top brass. So she, obviously her father was like some kind of commanding officer or something like that. Um. They, it's kind of like a, a large, it's all, I guess it's trying to explain the drug itself while also saying what it, it, it kind of did to her and what it could possibly do to other people. Um, you, you kind of just, you go nuts. Some people can handle it. Some people can't. Um, and it, it kind of, it can completely mess up your, your mental state and it could permanently mess it up so um and then it shows her basically at the end of the hallway she uh freaks out there's like some kind of uh weird like vibrating explosion and then it shows that anime cutscene of her standing next to a couple of bodies and there's blood everywhere so um, apparently she has some kind of psychic abilities like Carrie who can, mm. I don't know. She can't start fires, but it makes people explode. Maybe it's like scanners where you make people's heads explode. Or kind of like uh, Tetsuro from Akira. I guess I, I still haven't seen Akira. You need to see Akira. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, cut back to the fight. Uh, she has uh, used drive, and uh, people he, he, like even some of the knights are saying, "Don't don't use that drive. It'll you know you'll you'll mess up your brain." And so we go into the fight. She's like, she doesn't care. She just wants to kill Faye. She wants to kill the enemy, as she says. And so we get into the whole fight. Um, to begin with, it's not very difficult. Just uh, punches and kicks and things like that. But then she uses a special uh, ability, like a super attack, where 
it's like these needles come out of the the mech surround the enemy and then kind of all go into it at one time and explode yeah um like a, like a needler yeah like a needler and it's uh they they, they basically said that uh the the knights that are watching uh are basically saying that they can only be used by a certain people and they said it wasn't... Just indicating that she is special somehow. Yeah. So, uh... We do the fight. We, uh... We, we beat her up, I guess. We both kind of get beat up. Um... The, she she kind of just... Kind of passes out. She's in pain. Uh, the drive's obviously driving her insane. <laughs> Drive. Uh, so, but uh, she falls out of her mech. Um, Oops. Uh, and uh, excuse me, she doesn't fall out of her mech. The mech falls down. It's like they're talking to each other as humans in the mechs. Um, but eventually, she passes out. The mech kind of disarms, um, and uh, it shows them out of the the mech. Faye. Talking to her, saying, "Why are you doing this?" You know, she's like, "I'm, you know, I'm Solaris officer. I can't, I can't, you know, st- stop doing a mission." And like, and she she mentions like they they want us to use drive, and you know, he's like, "Look, I I just want you to be okay. I don't want you to fight with us anymore. Obviously, these guys are really bad. Why don't you join me?" Um, and she uh. She decides that she can't, but she's going to leave. So she just she leaves, and uh, it's time to uh, move on. We're still not at the top of the mountain, so we uh, we go back to the mountain, and um, you meet up with the uh, the two. There's the, the the guys who's supposed to be helping you. We don't know where the hell those guys were during that fight. Yeah. Um. And uh, they see the uh, the ship, the 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 large battleship that we're supposed to attack. Uh. Then we cut to Bart. Bart, along with Saitan and Sigard, and a couple other guys, are sneaking back into the uh, the palace. The palace, uh, they, they've made it all the way to the palace doors. Palace doors open. And, oh no. We got some bad guys here. We In fact, we got the emperor himself. Shakan. Along with Ming. Ming standing there too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's they... Apparently Ramses... Go ahead. I was going to say, just I think it's because Ramses guessed that they were going to do the split attack pattern. Yeah. Kind of knew what was up, even though, you know, Faye and Bart and everybody thought that they were being super sneaky. So, um, they realize, oh crap, we're in an ambush. This is not going to work. And, uh, just as they're about to get shot up out of nowhere, Mason, the butler, shows up in, um, Saitan's little helicopter crane looking thing. Yeah. And what seems like 
one of the uh, the weirdest scenes. They try to be comedic about it. You mean when it's like out of control and they're running around in circles like an idiot? Yeah, like they're trying yeah. to do like a master escape and it runs around and then it, and everybody's like, "What are you doing?" You know, they're just going around in circles and I'm just like, "Why are these guys not shooting them right now?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but um, anyway, so they finally escape. They they jump away and uh, I guess the they, thing malfunctions right. They're about to blast all the the bad guys that were ambushing them, but then. Like the, the guns lock up or something? Yeah. Is that what happened? So then they're like, oh shit, we need to escape. That's exactly what happens. Um, so then we cut back to Faye. Or actually, they, they go back to their base, I guess. Or not their base, but I guess their ship. Um, no, it's their base. They go into their base. Um, and uh, they mention, well, I hope Faye, you know, ours our part of the mission was a bust. Hopefully Faye is doing better than we did. Um, but then they realize, well, we haven't heard anything out of Faye or hit the guys that are with him. And they're like, oh, crap. So we cut to Faye. Faye is at the top of the mountain. They see the uh, the ship and, oh, um, uh, yeah, the, the admiral of the ship, Vandercom, is his name. Very strange-looking man. Uh, I called him Crossface. Yeah. He has a cross on his face. It's like a tattoo. Or maybe just more paint. Don't know why. Yeah. But anyway, uh, it shows Faye leaping down. He's going full on, straight toward it. The uh, And then we have a cutscene with Vandercom, Crossface, uh, basically telling him, look, fire on him. You know we're gonna we're gonna bring out the big guns. We're gonna shoot, try and shoot them, and then of course his advisors are telling him that's probably not a good idea. It's only one mech, and we're probably gonna miss. But they say do it anyway. So then we get these two sections where we have to basically dodge enemies as well as dodge machine gun fire and like I guess mines. Yeah, they're kind of just yeah. You all moving back and forth. Yeah, you, you all. You're you're always constantly moving toward your objective, and it's kind of like just steering away from it. Yeah. Um. So we eventually uh make it there. Um. Which I I wasn't actually doing that. I, I just ran directly into the mechs and fought them. I didn't. I avoided the fire when I could, but I didn't see why I wouldn't want to fight people and level up more. Yeah, I mean. It, I, I I ran into a couple of them on accident. I was trying to avoid them, but you know you, there was a couple of them you just couldn't avoid. Yeah. Um, but eventually we make it to the 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 ship itself, and there is this gigantic gun uh, that we had to fight. Uh, it never fired on me. It powered up, and it was getting ready to fire, but it never hit me. Uh, I got hit once with it. Yeah. It was, doesn't do anything other than just take off some life. Yeah. So, um, eventually it shows everybody evacuating. Uh, but, Vandercom is like, nope, I'm not leaving. I still have one more trick up my sleeve. And um, that's when we uh, faced standing there with his uh, with the other two guys. Saying, man, that was close. He's like, yeah, we got it. And then Alex... 
all, all of a sudden this gigantic mech with it looks like a tank with claws coming out of it that I want to say maybe a scorpion but not really a scorpion yeah I can't explain it but it's a big tank uh, he is in it and he is going to want he's basically like I'm going to kill you comes at us we got two buddies on our team along with Faye we got to fight it this one wasn't that difficult but it was kind of complex yeah I did I didn't realize at first that you weren't supposed to attack it once it had your friends in its claws because yeah. not only does it slam them and do them damage but it hits you also yeah so it was hard for me just to sit there and like be defensive until he dropped them and then attack yeah but anyway but yeah I mean that's as soon as you figured that out it's not too bad yeah uh, we eventually uh, beat it uh, you had to break the I remember you had to break the uh, the armor on it too because it was like it was some kind of counterattack like where you know you didn't want to hit it while it had uh, your friends in his arms uh, but uh, because it would counterattack yeah so um well, anyway we eventually uh, uh, defeat him. He's still sitting there like, I'm. oh, man, I'm going to kill you. But he, he realized he's defeated. Then this flash happens, and uh, on the screen it pops up. It says, do you want the power? And all of a sudden, this mech shows up out of nowhere. And this, if there was ever a mech that looked kind of like a, a, maybe a Gundam wing... It looked like this because it had had like wings coming out of it, um, and it's Graf. Graf is there, and uh, he says, "I'm Graf, the seeker of power. Doth thou desire the power?" And Crossface says, "Yes, I want the power." And at that point, he basically shoots it with this red beam that. We don't know because the it like it cuts to another scene, cuts back to Bart um, talking about how they 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 can't they still haven't heard anything from Faye, but they're also about to get attacked as well um, by Ramses. But um, what ends up happening is that that red beam basically destroys Crossface's little. Scorpion thing, and kills him. I guess, and it, it never really showed it, but it looked like he he destroyed that thing. Um, but anyway, we go back to Bart. Um, they're being attacked uh, by Ramses. There, there's also a small cutscene where it shows a young Ramses and Sigard, um, and basically showing Sigard leaving. Uh, yeah, Ramses calls him a traitor. Yeah. Um, but anyway, <laughs> you okay over there, Gambus? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, Vandercom, uh, he, uh, oh man, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I'm, I'm looking at this. I, I can't really remember in detail, but um, apparently he he gets some kind of special power, but then it just basically goes up. Like I can't really remember it. So he he's like powering up, uh, and uh, one of the um, one of the guys that was with Faye is like, "Look, just go return to Bart. Tell him what's happened. I'm going to hold him off." Uh, when he does that. Um, it grabs the guy. Uh, Faye freaks out, and um, some of this is actually funny. Where I'm scrolling down, <laughs> Faye starts freaking out. That's all it shows. We cut back to Bart. Bart's actually controlling his ship with his gear. Uh, he sees that he is uh, um, surrounded by uh, Ramses and his fleet. Um, they they they're getting ready to uh, attack when all of a sudden oh Graf shows up. Um, and at that point, um, Ramses actually says he is the demon of Elru. Yeah, that's, huh. what, that's what he calls him. Don't know what that means yet, but he seemed to be quite aware of who it was and was scared as shit. It's true. But it didn't um it didn't stop him from getting into his mech and going outside. And it uh Yeah, bad idea. <laughs> yeah. He he shows up and uh asked um Bart, are you strong? Bart's all confused, like freaking out and stuff like that. Um and basically you have a fight, or it shows a fight with Ramses and Ming uh, taking on Graf, the, uh, or whatever. Like, I don't know if it's, it's because it never shows him in it. It just shows the mech. Like, it never shows his portrait or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, Ramses is no, no match for this mech. Uh, it beats the crap out of him, breaks one of his arms off. And uh, so you take over as Bart. Bart goes into a fight uh, after Ramses is thrown away. Uh, and um, it's one of those fights where you're supposed to lose. In fact, you lose it in one hit. Yep, as soon as you get hit once. <laughs> after he spends a while charging up and doing whatever. Yeah. Um, then we cut to Cigar trying to uh, maneuver the um, their ship. Um and um, realize that something kind of crazy's happened. Uh, the ship is starting to be lifted up off of the sand itself. Uh, Bart's standing there basically helpless. He can't do anything about it. And he is basically watching Graf or this mech that Graf was in lift up his basically his home base. Uh, and it kind of crumbles into its own into itself kind of breaks in half a little bit and um they uh no what they were trying to do was he was trying to distract him to have him basically land his ship on top of graf's gear uh and then it was lifted up from by graf like you can't stop him he's that powerful 
And um, it shows like uh, Saitans inside and uh, Sigurds and st- still inside. Uh, it's filling up with sand. It looks like it's about to explode. Um, Sigurd grabs a hold of uh, Saitan, tells him, you need to get out right now. Use an escape pod. Get the hell out of here. You pretty much are the last hope for us. You know where everybody is. You know what's going down. Get out of here now. And he does. He gets ejected out. Uh, it doesn't show what happens to the uh, the ship. But it shows where Saitan lands. Saitan lands uh, basically where Crossface was. Uh, and it shows um, Crossface, his his uh, mech is completely destroyed. We don't know what happened. We have no idea. And that's where it left off. Faye is nowhere to be found. Hmm. So it looks like Faye... When he freaked out, might have done something. Doesn't he always? Yeah. Probably didn't know one of those special flashing explosions. Final flash. Um. But yeah, that's 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 where we that's where I've left off. So, which I think that's a pretty good stop point. It kind of ends on yeah. a cliffhanger. Yeah. We don't know what's happened to uh, Sigurd and the ship. Bart's standing there helpless, can't move, watching the ship basically crumble. Uh, Saitan was ejected, landed where Faye was. Um, Faye was go freaking out after uh, watching uh, some of uh, Bart's men basically get killed by Crossface. Uh, Crossface was a super hyper-powered-up guy because of, uh, because of um, Graf's, I guess, infusion to him. And uh, now that uh, mech lays completely destroyed, and Faye is nowhere to be found. That's hell of a cliffhanger. Heck yeah. And so that's it. That's a hell of a section right there. Yep. Yeah. Wow. There's actually, I mean, there's exciting. There's rescues. There's a lot of big fights. There's, there's this demon of Elru. You know, I, I thought it was a pretty good section overall. Yeah, it's it's definitely started picking up. Yeah, and you know, I personally like the fact that they're trying to some explain some of this stuff. You know, just sit down and and give me like a bunch of questions that I can ask, and let them explain it to me. And they did a pretty good job of explaining it too. Mm-hmm. Um, I am checking to see if we got any iTunes reviews real quick. But anyway, I I do appreciate everybody listening. If you have. Any questions, comments, you want to suggest some games to us, please, please feel free. You can send me an email at, um, uh, oh God, I forgot my email. Uh, frustratedfury <laughs> at ztgaindomain.com. Uh, you can also tweet to us. I am at dmlfury. Matt is at remgs. Uh, Jason is at GambusCon. Uh, you can definitely talk to us there. I will always answer there. 
but yeah, definitely check us out on iTunes. We uh, we post every episode to iTunes. Um, if you would leave us an iTunes review, which I do have to mention, we have a new iTunes review. Ooh. Sweet. Yes, we are up to nine ratings. Uh, this is from IW Cameron. It may be IW Cameron or it may be LW Cameron. I can't tell. I think it's IW. It may be LW. I'm sorry, Cameron. <laughs> it's a five-star review. It says, Great podcast. As someone who loves older games, this podcast is perfect. It helps that they are funny as well. Keep it up. Funny looking. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. you can't tell. <laughs> yeah, funny looking. <laughs> But yeah, I I greatly appreciate it. Thank you very much for the iTunes review. I, I you know it it gets our name out there. It helps us out. Has other people listening to us. Have other people you know helping us out. Um, suggesting games. Please suggest some games to us. We'd love to play some games that you guys would love to hear. Um, you know, hear our perspective on it. I know uh, Xeno Gears is a very very long game. We're gonna try to keep it as uh, short as possible as far as episode numbers go. Uh, but it may take us some time. This is definitely a very long game. Uh, I think I just passed the... I think it was around the 12-hour mark I think I just hit from right there where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not even halfway, fellas. But yeah, we're getting there. We are going to get there. I'm determined to beat this game. We're, we're somewhere... Well, you guys are further, further than I am. Uh, seems like you guys are roughly around... Close to about a third of the way through. You mean a fourth? Uh, <laughs> you mean no, a tenth? No, I think I think a little bit more than a quarter. Okay. Somewhere somewhere between one fourth and one third. Somewhere okay. between. Maybe about thirty percent. Okay. Well, it is definitely getting exciting. The cliffhangers are nice, and uh, I'm enjoying the game. I really am. Uh, it's you know, it, it, especially with with this section that we just covered, just just showing how well this game was made, especially back in 1998. You know, with the the impressive way they used the camera, and uh, you know, they're finally starting to get into the storytelling and and show some background to these characters rather than just having everything be a mystery. Which there's still plenty of mysteries out there, um, but I'm I'm greatly enjoying it. I, I I was surprised at how much I would enjoy it, uh, going back to it. But um yeah, uh, that's pretty much it for us. Uh, please leave us an email, uh, leave us a comment if you if you see this on uh, the website ztgd.com. Uh, you can leave us a comment there, suggest some games to us, give us some feedback. We greatly we'd love to hear from you, and we will definitely read it on the air. Everyone we get, we read on the air. Guaranteed. But anyway, we will be back next week. Maybe next week. We're gonna have to do we're gonna have to do some discussions on that. We we'll we'll figure it out. I'm really busy, but I wanna keep playing. Uh you know, I know everybody's got a life. Uh and you know, I've got multiple lives. <laughs> <laughs> But um, anyway, I do appreciate everybody listening. We're going to be gone. I am Drew. And I'm Matt. And I am Jason. Oh, the changeup. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But anyway, that's it for us. We will catch you guys next week. Uh, or the next time we record. I'm not going to guarantee another week. 
it may be two weeks we're not too sure just yet but we will figure it out we will be back with xeno gears